when you're making a decision to acquire a property, stick to the numbers. There's no emotion here. It's just numbers. It's math. Are you ready for the best real estate investing advice ever? Join Joe Fairless and today's best ever guests as they share it with you. It's the best ever advice with none of the fluff. Let's go. A quick word from our sponsor, 24 Sound. 24 Sound is technically an audio production company, but they're way more than that. They're there to help you grow your business from audiobooks to podcasts and everything in between. They're flawless as sound engineers and they're strategic as business partners. Visit them at 24sound.com. You can also email them at hello at 24sound.com. And of course, as a best ever listener, you'll get a best ever discount. Mention best ever and you'll get a 20% discount on your first product. Hello, best ever listeners. Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless, and I'm here with today's guest, Lance Edwards. Hi, Lance. Hey, Joe. Actually, a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Glad to have you. And Lance is joining us all the way from Houston, Texas. He is the author of How to Make Big Money in Small Apartments. He's a multifamily investor himself who has done deals ranging from three to nearly 300 units can you talk a little bit about your background? Thank you, Joe. And, you know, as Joe mentioned, I live in Houston, Texas. I've been involved with real estate since 2002. And I got involved with real estate because I was looking for a backup income source. I had a corporate job. I'd been with a company for 17 years. And I came out looking to get started in real estate as really an additional stream of income. And in that process, discovered small apartment with my very first trainer and mentor and for all the advantages he taught me. And so I started with small apartments, which is a kind of unusual path for most people in real estate. So I did my first deal back in 2003, bought a little fourplex and started doing small apartments. Over the next couple, three years, I did 50 deals using none of my own money, none of my own credit, still working at full-time corporate job. And within three years of my start in small apartments, I was able to retire from corporate America and left that after 20 years and just went out doing real estate full time, buying apartments, flipping apartments, and got a couple of years into that. And I was approached by some colleagues at my real estate club here in Houston. And they said, Hey, Lance, we see you doing these apartment deals. Can you teach us what you're doing? I said, yeah, sure. So I had launched uh, my very first seminar, I guess it's 2007. And that launched training side of my business. And I've been active with that since 2007. We're active in real estate. We're active in training. And I find I have two passions. One of them is deal making. And the other is teaching people and empowering people how they can break free. And I just love being able to kind of get out and, and tell people how they can get started. So that's a little bit of my background. The perception that I believe that's out there about small apartments where you can't get the economies of scale that you can with larger ones. Therefore, it's really tough to manage, really tough to make them as profitable as 100 plus units. And I guess let me define how I'm defining small apartments. And that is anything less than 100 unit. And perhaps you can bust this myth is that you don't get the economy of scale because you can't have a full-time property manager on site, full-time maintenance person, full-time leasing agent. Or if you do, then the cost isn't as economically feasible as it would be with larger. So can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. Great question. First of all, let me give you my definition of small apartments. It's even narrower 
We define small apartments as two to 30 units or two to 30 doors. So that's duplexes, triplexes, and fourplexes, and then five to 30 unit properties. The reason that I encourage people to get started in small apartments is because I just think it's a, that first deal is the critical one. And there's a lot of myths and beliefs about people think they can't get started. So I just want to see people get into that first deal, that small apartment deal. And that's why we encourage people to start there. And then from there, you can scale up to midsize and large. Now, from the economy to scale, absolutely right about the management. I don't want anybody self-managing properties. If you do that, you'll be out in a short time. So what I'm teaching people and, and emphasizing to everyone is go out and find the management companies who have some scale. Companies who specifically manage, say, a few hundred doors where they have a number of clients of small apartments, and when we want to leverage their scale. So, for example, you said, Joe, if I have a 10-unit property, I'm not going to have an on-site maintenance guy, but I want to find a management company which has maintenance people that can rove from property to property. They can have the certified AC tech, the guy does light electrical, out of plum, light plumbing, and they move from property to property are the ones they manage, and I get them at cost. My property simply pays for whatever, how many hours they work on my property. Another way we get economy of scale through the management companies is we find a management company that manages several hundred doors. Well, they have buying power. And on behalf of all of their clients, they can purchase you know, the materials needed to run our properties, the carpets, the paint, et cetera, but do it at their cost. And that gets passed on to me. So that's the way we want to create that economy of scale is through the management company. And the part, last part I emphasize here is when I talk about property management, I don't mean hiring a person who does property management, but hiring a company who has staff and processes and systems so you can tap into their economy of scale while you're doing your small apartment deals. Let's talk a little bit about what you mentioned before, and I'm sure this piqued every best ever listener's curiosity. I believe you said 50 deals right. with none of your own money or credit. Now, whenever I hear that, I'm like, wow, that's incredible. But then I'm naturally skeptical, as I'm sure a lot of people are. Because I know it costs money to do the due diligence. I know it costs money to hire an attorney. So even if the down payment isn't out of pocket, I know there's money that is required. And perhaps there's a way to not have that cash outlay. So when you say no money of your own or no credit, are you referring to all of the money out of pocket was zero or the money for the down payment was zero? All of the above. Let me explain. Because, you know, where you're going to need funds in the transaction, it could be a down payment. It could be rehab funds. It could be the procurement funds. could be the due diligence funds, etc. There's three primary sources that we turn to when it comes to funding deals. One is the seller. We do lots of seller financing deals. I think probably half our deals have owner financing where the seller's carrying back monthly payments instead of a, a down payment. Another source we go to for our funding is private investors. And specifically, if I want to narrow that down, I'll tell you right now, the single largest private investing group when it comes to small apartments is self-directed IRA investor holders. And they will invest their, their retirement monies literally in your project. And then the third source is partners. And these are partners who can be brought in. Either they're going to put up the down payment money. They're going to even guarantee the mortgage if you're going to get bank financing. And they can put up the due diligence money as part of you know, the due diligence of the process. And the way they view it is it's basically an insurance policy to make sure they're going into a good deal. And so when you're bringing in partners like that, they literally put up the funds in exchange for you finding the deal, 
And then you work in a deal through whatever strategy you're pursuing, whether it's a simple buy and hold or it's going to be a, a rehab that you're going to you know, sell or, or even hang on to. So it includes all the above and even come down to earnest money. The earnest money you're going to use to secure your contract. Simple to raise private investors to put up earnest money because it simply sits in a trust account until the deal closes and the deal doesn't close. They get their money back. That's the long answer. The short answer is all of the above. All of them are being covered. Based on your experience in multifamily investing, what is your best real estate investing advice ever? The best advice I have when it comes to doing these deals is the thing about multifamily whether it's small, mid-size, or large. And what really attracted me into the business is the fact that it's all based upon numbers. It's based upon financials. How we evaluate these deals is based upon something called, you know, the revenue and the expenses and something called the net operating income. And that's just simple math. And so the best advice I give people is when you're making a decision to acquire a property, stick to the numbers. There's no emotion here. It's just numbers. It's math. And you stick to those numbers. Where people can get into trouble is when emotion comes into play and they tend to overpay for the properties. But simply stick to the numbers. And if the numbers don't work, next. There's always another deal coming along. You ready for the best ever lightning round? Let's do First, a quick word from our sponsor. Best ever listeners, if you want to grow your business, you need an audio product. Contact 24sound at 24sound.com for a free consultation. And remember... You'll get 20% off your first product just by mentioning Best Ever. Okay, Lance, best ever book you've read. Best ever book I've read. I'll tell you this, it is not a real estate book, but it's the book Atlas Shrugged by Ayn Rand. For anyone that's entrepreneurial, if you haven't read this book, go get it. It's a long one, but it will consume you. And that book really changed my life. At that time when it came out, well, during the 70s, it was the second most popular book by Americans after the Bible, Atlas Shrugged. Best ever listeners, I know you like audio, so you can go to freebesteverbook.com and get a free audio version of a book like that. Best ever interesting fact about you. Best ever interesting fact about me. I have been around the world twice back in my corporate days. Seen a lot of things, experienced a lot of cultures. I'll tell you right now, what I discovered in the process, there's no place like the United States of America where anybody can do anything they want as an entrepreneur. Best ever personal growth experience and what you learned from it. The best personal growth experience would be what I teach my students. Just get out there and do it. You know, we're not trained to be entrepreneurs. We're trained to be good employees. And so the best personal growth is when I finally kind of broke from the shackles and said, I'm just going to start doing it and I'm going to figure it out along the way. And from that point, that's when everything started changing for me. Just take action. Just do it. Best ever success habit you practice. My best ever success habit is I have what I call my daily mindset routine. I start off each day with a routine that is to get my head clear, silence the little voice, silence the fears, and it's a combination of light exercise and affirmations and gratitudes, but that routine sets my whole day. When I started that process, it's been many years ago, you can see that as an inflection point in the results I was receiving in my life and in my Best ever deal you've done? It's not the largest deal, but it's a deal we did with one of my clients, one of my students, on a 36-unit apartment building, and we actually purchased it and closed it and sold it in nine business days and made $39,000 for the student. That was the best. Best ever project you're most excited about right now? This is a new one. Just came about in the last few days. One of our clients, one of our students, has just closed on a 16-unit apartment in Indiana. He lives in Atlanta, and he purchased the property 
Using none of his own money, he received 90% owner financing and he got raised the other 10% down payment from private investors. And he's literally into that deal for nothing down. And someone we started working with less than, well, approximately two months ago. Best ever quote. Your mind is your greatest asset. What's the biggest mistake you've made in real estate? I will tell you this. I don't like to call them mistakes. I call them learning experiences. But I would say not getting started sooner and all the procrastination, just not taking the action. That's the biggest mistake I've made. And that's what I see too many people doing as well. Lance, what's the best ever place to reach you? We have a website that you can go to, and it's, let me give you the title of it. It's www.bigmoneyinsmallapartments.com, and that's where you can get access to my best-selling book, How to Make Big Money in Small Apartments. But if you go there, bigmoneyinsmallapartments.com, you can get access to the book. If you want to reach my office, you can dial us here at 713-476-0102. Lance, thank you so much for being on the show and sharing your best ever advice with the best ever listeners and really talking through some of the myths that are out there about small apartments. And one of them is the economies of scale. And your solution to that is great, where you create economy of scale through a property management company that's out there and already has that economy of scale because they're managing multiple properties. And not only that, but you get the buying power of a property manager, a property management company that has multiple units under their roof that they're managing. Therefore, they're getting the best discounts in theory. I'm sure you're a proponent of always getting competing bids and double checking what they send you. But in theory, they're getting the discounts because they're buying the most locally and they have those connections, especially if you're a remote owner, the property management company has the relationships and the friendships with the local businesses and are really going to work that angle for you. And then also ways to get deals for little or no money out of pocket. And you'd mentioned those three ways, the seller financing deals, the private investors, and the business partners who want in on, on real estate. So thank you so much for sharing your advice, being on the show, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Joe. Hey, you, best ever listener. Do you want more? Then go to joefairless.com where you'll get tons of free videos, templates, and content to help you get deals done. And remember to subscribe to the best ever show in iTunes so you can keep getting your daily dose of the best real estate investing advice ever.